The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the modern and classic age. Uh, over here, we have not Channel Pup. I regret to inform you all that he is drifted off into space. He just kind of started floating up there one day, and he hasn't, he hasn't come back down. We might get him back. Probably landed like France or some shit knowing that guy. Anyway, over on his side, we have the green sicky boy. Yeah, what actually happened was it took three months, but I finally convinced him to say his name backwards, and he's back to his mystical place known as the UK. Or actually France right now, never mind, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, some imaginary world that doesn't actually exist. All right, and <laughs> over here, over here, not in denial of France, but rather in denial of Australia, we have Cirrus. What? Australia's what? real? Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm white. I never went there in Sonic Unleashed! <laughs> We're back. Oh my god. <laughs> we made it back. Most of us anyway. There were casualties, but we, we fucking made it back onto this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not like there's anything big that's been happening this last month that we'd all need to be here to talk about. It's been a time, man. It's been... Um, I've just... I have wanted to talk about this game. I have a two and a half hour long review sitting in audio form that is not released yet. I want... Game... Oh man, I've been wanting to talk about this game too. I actually just bought it on my Switch off the eShop the other day. It was on sale for like 15 bucks. And uh, I went ahead and bought it, but I also had some like extra points. And I, I got it for like $7. It, it's really cool. Really surprising that this actually runs on the Switch, if I'm being perfectly honest. I think it took them like another year to develop it afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it's not... It shouldn't be that taxing for the Switch. Why would it be that hard for the Switch? The joke is Doom Eternal. I, I bought oh. Doom Eternal on the Switch the other day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a Sonic fan. I don't play other games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You yeah, truly Sonic have become what you hate. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I love Sonic fans. <laughs> and you know what? I got a lot of problems with it, but I like this fucking game, too. Dude, Sonic it... Sonic Frontiers finally made its way out here. Um, I find it funny because I was looking back at the uh, that initial like teaser that we all saw. Uh, it was like uh, maybe a year or so ago, and um, wow, that teaser actually does not represent a single thing that actually happens in the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Are we talking about like the initial like the first time we saw anything for the game at all? Yeah, when he's, like, yeah. running through the forest and there's, like, that storm, like, chasing him down and then he gets, like, transported into another uh, into the uh, other world and, like, there was Amy's voice speaking to him instead of, like, you know, the other voice that actually speaks to him in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually... Uh, that's part of my review, but, like, yeah, that's... That's kind of my problem with the game. Like, when I play it, it feels like they change direction with this thing, like, five separate times in, during production. They probably um, did. Yeah. No, yeah, because it, there's a lot of ideas that feel unfinished, but the end of the day, amazingly, they got a game that was fun. Amazingly, with all of that, what we managed to get is... Maybe it's just that my, my bar is low after things like Forces and Lost World and, you know, Sonic being Sonic for the last five years, but I really, really like this game. <laughs> 
Well, that's good. Hey, well, what was that? What was that one? Uh, that one thing that you said, uh, or that you called it uh, at breakfast that one morning? Who? I think it was you, Nick. What I say? Sonic Adventure CD. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now there's um. I don't know, I'm not as high on it as a lot of other people, but it's it's weird. Like Pup pointed this out. Like we've we had a lot of chats about this game. Um it's like when I sit down and like I talk about the problems, like I could go on for hours about like like man, there's there's a lot of things that really need to get worked on for this game. But like when you sit down and play it, you're you're having a good fucking time. And I think ultimately that's what matters. It's like the perfect game for my fucking channel. <laughs> Because in terms of game apologists, like it is like just right there on the line and just like a few more points towards but it plays real fucking fun. Like, yeah, but this, 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 this. Yeah, but you having a good time? Yeah. Like, okay. Like, Like, it's hard to look at this without like talking about it like in terms of like in like a big Sonic fan, like, okay, what's this mean for the future? What are they going to do next time? And shit like this. But like I think for the most part, I, I don't blame a lot of Sonic fans being like, fucking finally, I'm just having a great time with Sonic again. And yeah. not to mention, like, it's been... So I know that we heard the statements earlier about how this game was going to be a foundation game going forward. Like, this was going to set the stage for what Sega was going to be doing with Sonic from this point on. And I know that a lot of people were, like, not super thrilled about that because that meant that, oh, we're probably going to get one stumbling game and then we'll get an actual good game out of this afterwards. I'm actually more excited about that news now. Now that I've sat down, played the game, it's in my hands, I've enjoyed it as it is, flaws and all. I'm like, oh, okay. So if they just took this and did a little more with it, I'm already eating good. I'm perfectly fine eating more good. I think it's one of the best jobs uh, Sonic Team has done focusing on a core first and foremost and then um, working around that. They didn't 100% land uh, a lot of the elements surrounding said core, but I think that the core is so good that it's uh, it, it helps uh, mitigate a lot of the uh, other issues that arise from, you know, the more of the game's shortcomings. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like Sonic Forces, um, where you kind of like you get done with it and then you're like, I don't know if I want more of this. Like when you get done with this game, you're like, man, you can see a lot of potential for a lot of cool ideas in the future. Yeah, where where it's like uh, Forces was like three separate games that were kind of like Frankenstein together versus this one game that's like expanded upon in several ways. And like, it's weird though. I mean, like that said though, like. I mean, like the more negatives is like they screwed up in ways I was not expecting them to screw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cyberspace is like, like it's 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 weird. Like it's the best boost game I've ever played, and it's the worst boost game I've ever played. It's really like funny. only Sonic Team, you know. It's really funny too, because uh, are, are you guys familiar with Charlie Moist Crit- Moist Critical? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He did a little. He did a little review on the game, and he's just like, "Yeah, and uh, this this game really t- <laughs> tickles my taint." But uh, let me tell you, the best part of the game was actually the cyberspace levels, because that's just kind of the Sonic gameplay that I wanted to play. And and just like, oh, he has not. He has no idea that this is just all recycled shit. That's. I mean, yeah, yeah, but like, that's a lot of folks that don't play these games religiously, though, right? Like, you look at the. 
like the IGN reviews. Like I watched the IGN review. I've not watched anyone's review yet. Uh, just because I'm, you know, I don't want to repeat points or accidentally take somebody else's point. All that shit you have to worry about as a YouTuber, yeah. IGN never worried about. <laughs> um, you should, you so I got, I watched IGN's review, and it was like that's exactly what I kind of expected. Here it was like, well, the combat's really shallow and kind of. I don't know why they put this in here. Cyberspace is real good though. I'm like, okay, well, buddy, that <laughs> tells me all I need to know about your opinion. Dude, cyberspace um, fucking like changes how it controls like every other level. It's the physics too, yeah. The physics alone are uh, are pretty egregious. The if there's any more time they need to cook on, I mean, yeah, pop ups. Uh, it, it's noticeable. It's not, it's not game breaking. It's it's noticeable though. Um, art directions, another thing I've I've got kind of issues with. Story, I think, needed a little bit more time in the oven. All that said, though, if I wanted to fix anything first, it would have been figuring out uh, the cyberspace and. Uh, open world physics like being a little bit more comparable because uh wow yeah i mean I like, wow i like the cyberspace like as a concept but the way that it was executed was basically in all of the worst ways yeah yeah and at the same time though what's weird like what pup and i um on his last night here um we played a lot of uh multiplayer games and we played sonic adventure 2 and I was having a pretty miserable time at first until he told me to sit the fuck back down. Let's let's play some more. And then I had a better time. But like, like it, it really kind of goes to show, like, you know, there have been actually some pretty decent improvements in terms of like basic gameplay, because like a lot of the two player levels we were playing together were just like this kind of. kind of squirrely. This is, a, this is a little more squirrely than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. And um, you, we have direct comparisons now because they use so many of the layouts um from the adventure games in here and while cyberspace is not perfect there was still like a lot of stuff where i was like you know they, they kind of tighten things up where where it makes a little bit more sense now in context because like these very linear level designs from um adventure 2 that require like skyrail specifically uh or rail can't whatever the fuck it's called i can't keep track of all anymore it's skyrail but like um the the not generations god damn there's so many sonic games the frontiers map is a little bit broader like you have a little bit more space to kind of do your thing as opposed to sky rail where i was just getting knocked off by every little simple thing that went wrong and suddenly i'm just in a pit and dead Hmm. and the controls are just a bit tighter physics are kind of shit in frontiers in terms of cyberspace but I don't know. It was just a little bit easier to to pull off some very basic stuff. So I don't know. There's, it's a little bit of give and take. And um, I don't know. I'm very confused about cyberspace. No, for me, the entire I... thing feels like we gave up. Um, we gave up a lot of momentum stuff, but we gave that up for tightness, if that makes sense. Like the controls are yeah. very, very tight, which means that we can do precision stuff. Like, I noticed that I was able to do precision stuff both in cyberspace and the open world way easier in this game than in a lot of other Sonic games, but it's harder for me to do really flashy stuff. But simpler stuff is way easier to do now. I don't mess up trying to fall down on a rail. Yeah. Um, I th- what's weird, though, is, like, the open world stuff... <laughs> um... I'm still trying to... This is why I'm taking so long on my review on it, because, like, I'm on, like, my third outline for it here. The physics are a very interesting beast for me because like you play a lot of those Sonic fan games and yeah, like I'm the first to tell you, like I miss momentum based stuff for Sonic, but like also I'll be the first to tell you. Yeah. But like 
they did kind of rob a lot of that just in Sonic 2 when they bring, brought in the spin dash. Like, you don't actually have to earn a whole lot of your momentum anymore. Um, then you play a lot of the 3D uh, fan games, and you can kind of understand why the boost games are as tight as they are. Because, like, one little thing, and you could just get rocketed off somewhere, and you don't have real control over what you're doing. Yeah. At the same time, though, like, when you play, like, the open world versus cyberspace, like, a lot of the cyberspace to me was um, a little bit too railroaded. And, like, if you tried, like, if you ever dared once to, like, get creative on any of those paths, mm. it would just, the game didn't know what to do, mm. you know? So, I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I still feel like we're finding that balance there between the tightness and, and control and smoothness that comes with the boost era stuff versus the creativity that was allotted with, like, uh, at least I'm thinking of Adventure 1. I don't know about Adventure 2 as much, but, like, you could get pretty fucking creative with a big floaty jump and um, just how you could rock it off, like, the side of, like, a mountain to, you know, kill a little bit more of your time for... Um, for like the not the A ranks, what are they called? Third emblems? I don't remember. Yeah, because the, the third go through the third go through is the time trial, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And you have to break those fucking levels to to get those times. So I did notice. I don't know. Though, there's there's a bit of that. Sorry, some, go ahead. There's some funny. So like I've been watching some of the speedruns <laughs> of the cyberspace levels, and I've noticed that like. The ways that we're used to conventionally breaking Sonic's physics, those ways do not work in this game, but the game is not bereft of ways to break its physicality, I've noticed. Sure. Because um, like it, it started with watching the speed run of 1-2, because that was where like everybody was running into issues in the beginning, and like now a lot more people are coming around to that level specifically. But... When I was watching the speed runs of that, and I was watching that, like, the, the, whoever happens to be speedrunning that level, they tend to be, like, getting Sonic to the edge of architecture, and then boosting off the edge of architecture, and that's maintaining momentum in a way that regularly jumping, because the jump arc is farked in this game. Um, like, the jump yeah. arc is not maintain maintaining that, but boosting off of architecture is allowing them to maintain their speed for, a functional jump in quotation marks. And then like watching some of the ways people have broken the open world, watching the five minute run for Kronos Island. If you have not seen that it is, it's very interesting. The ways people are manipulating the physics in this game uh, to get around. Cause like in Kronos Island, the Titans just there, right? It's just standing right. in one location waiting for you to get to it. Um, Right after you finish the first cyberspace level, after you get the side loop, you can make it to the Titan. There's a uh, oh, no shit. yeah. There's uh when you get into your first like combat thing with enemies, there's a way you literally can like ramp yourself off of them and launch yourself in the air and then just land right next to Giganto and then just start the Titan fight. And I'm like, oh. This game has all of the physics-breaking stuff that we're used to in Sonic games, but the ways that we're used to breaking Sonic's physics simply do not work. But the game isn't without that. Um, and yeah. I, so just, like, wa between watching the cyberspace runs and between watching some of the speedrunning stuff for the actual main game in, uh, in the open zone, I've, I've come around to the physics more 
Um, I really enjoyed how it played in the beginning. And then, like, the more I played with it, especially when you get to the fourth and uh, fifth islands, uh, the game does start to feel a lot more squirrely. It starts to feel a lot more eh. Um, but after watching all the you stuff, can, like, you can tell where the yeah you can tell where the development went in this game. Yeah, you can you can tell where the budget ran out. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, I remember the cutscene where I was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, watching watching people far better at this game than me bend it backwards and do the things in it that I'm used to doing with the adventure games because I like. I've spent so much time with those games growing up. You just end up figuring out ways to maneuver around them. So watching the development of the speedrunning strats for this game, it's made me hopeful because it means that we have an engine here that we can basically Metroid. We can we can f uh, do a lot of sequence breaking with this engine as it sits, and that makes me really happy. I I like Metroid. I I, I know. I should, you do. I should better. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Wayne. <laughs> Or unless you're just gonna be complimenting Metroid. <laughs> no, that's that's just me complimenting Metroid. I oh I do want to say though, it probably is worth saying. I I don't think today we're planning on going into too much detail. Like I don't think we're gonna be getting into spoilers. No. No, I want to wait till we've got everybody <laughs> yeah. here. We can do a big old spoiler cast. So we are gonna be keeping things kind of vague. Um. Uh, that said, like, you know, cyberspace, everybody's just kind of seen that. That was, uh, I think one of the first things that everybody started latching onto when promo material was coming out with good reason. Yeah. I'm starting to better understand the Sonic fan that gets all super paranoid with, uh, game reviewers though, hmm. because like, yeah, you keep seeing over and over again, like, oh, cyberspace is pretty good though. And then like every Sonic fan is like, no, no don't do this again. For yeah. fuck's sake. This is the one thing we keep telling you to stop. Stop doing this. And it kind of goes to show, <clears throat> I, I think it, it's a uh, part of why, um, you know, we have the jobs we do is there's a value mm -hmm. in people that that really do just kind of live in this in this franchise and that, uh, you know, they've been around it and they've have been dedicated to it. Hearing voices on people that are legitimately invested and not just like cashing in a paycheck for a review. Now, I want to say I'm not demeaning people who are, you know, journalists and they're literally just trying to crank out uh, a view to keep the lights on. That, that's not my point. I, I'm more of just a um, there's a difference in what people are going to be looking for. Yeah. I yeah. uh, that actually, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to touch that. I've Fair I enough. noticed I got to I got to have a decently fun perspective uh, with this game. Uh, so my my partner, Raz, she does not play Sonic games. She actually hates Sonic. Not a fan in any way, shape or form. Um, however, she has been having a blast with Frontiers. Which is it's a fun it's a fun fucking game, man. Yeah, which is like it's one of those things that like it's the the thing that we've said a bunch of times on this show is like which Sonic games like which three D Sonic games can you recommend to somebody <laughs> without a caveat, without a like oh well before you go in just know this came out at this time so these things were a thing before you go in just know development was halted here. This is one of those times where like just plopping the game in somebody's lap and going yeah go have a fun time. It actually works. No, I've got a few caveats, but I, I feel you. <laughs> I mean, the only caveats I can have, the only caveats I would legitimately give to somebody with this game are if you don't like something, the game gives you ways to skip it. And maybe a few too many. 
Yeah, yeah. But but Wayne, don't you love fishing? I fucking love that <laughs> mini game. It is broken. It, it is, is broken. As shit it is powerful. broken completely. They they really need to tone that shit down because it is <laughs> way too useful. Oh no, this just that's my problem with this director and every one of those fucking Sonic games. It's just this lack of confidence in the main core way of playing the fucking video game. So like, oh, don't worry, you don't have to do it. Well, what about this thing? Oh, don't no, no, worry, you don't you, you don't have to do it. You can just uh, okay. you don't, you don't side loop. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, the, show some fucking confidence in the thing you're building. Like that that mini game is is embarrassing. I like getting all the fish. Holy shit, though. I I enjoy it. I enjoy that it exists, but man, it's yeah. I think and I everybody think... uses it by Island Five. Everybody uses it because the that... numbers are so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I I also noticed in Island Five they um they start making it easier to farm shit. I yeah. think for players that just want to like get a move on well, not to um, mention by island five you probably are maxed out on fishing tokens like yeah. oh you, dude like you dude, are fully island maxed two. out island two after like one or two of those stupid um mario galaxy events or whatever the hell they're called yeah, Star Falls, like one or two of them uh, it just gives it to you it just gives it to you you have everything you need to get everything in the game after one or two of those stupid events it's ridiculous yeah. Yeah. I love how they basically took uh the Blood Moon from Breath of the Wild and the Star mm-hmm. like the the falling uh star pieces from Breath of the Wild and they just made them one thing. And then, and then it, Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Bad. I'm going to be on every single time that Starfall happens, I'm doing everything in my power to avoid those little star bits because as soon as that slot machine comes up, I want to rip my hair out. <laughs> It just takes up so much of the screen, man, and I'm just trying to get shit done. Or if you have any marker on the map, like, because it's the exact same light pillar. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You have to look for the orange light pillar in between all the other multicolor light pillars. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm... I feel like if the Starfall event was just the respawning of the enemies and not the fishing tokens... Like, respawn the fishing tokens on the map, sure, but don't give me the ability to get nigh infinite fishing tokens in Coco. Just they, that, that could be it. They need to reorganize the the collectibles next time around. Um, I like part of me likes that you you have an infinite amount of most of them. That meaning you you have a pretty tight experience. Like once you're done, you're done. You know, you don't have to eat up a bunch of your time being like Donkey Kong sixty four trying to track down every little stupid thing in every map at the same time though like you wrap up everything pretty damn quickly so by the time you get to island five like yeah i'll I'll go fishing for 20 minutes and i'll have everything i need for this one island meaning i have no reason to explore this anymore which is a shame island five might be the best one it it i yeah i agree even if there is like issues with like reused assets or this or that and the other yeah i've got i have so much fun just running through flower fields and shit like that but like that fishing shit though dude it feels like they had a bunch of ideas for this game ran out of time and then dumped it in the water that's what it feels like to me like what is the egg memos should not be in fishing like they should be with those ufos like there's an there's an eggman element that they clearly did not have time to to wrap up here because like i was i was thinking like oh man why the hell isn't there like just a random rogue. If, like, Eggman showed up to the island first and set up bases everywhere, even if he's stuck in cyberspace, 
why aren't there more automated things, especially, no spoilers here, if he has an element that does have some control in the real world, like, why isn't there, like, an Eggman automated boss fight here or there that will, will unlock an Eggman memo? I mean, you know? considering like that. that, like, so back in Sonic Colors, we got to see the first glimpse of, like, what happens when Eggman tries to colonize a world. We got to see Planet mm -hmm. Wisp. And to this game's credit, there are little sprinklings of that. Um, areas around the Eggman ship tend to have, like, those platforms that are drilled into the, into the mountains. Um, right. So there's, like, there's hints of that, and it's the same architecture that we saw in Colors, so it's, it's consistent with lore, and it's, it's what we are looking for there, but I agree with you that, like, when it comes to the execution, you can tell that there was a thing here at one point, and it was very, very much abandoned. Yeah, um, and that's something I, I really feel like they dropped the ball in terms of uh, uh, moving around the islands. Um, one of my major issues later on, especially later on, I'm thinking of Chaos Island specifically, um, <clears throat> something they need to figure out, I, I feel, was like just getting creative with traversal in terms of getting around like mountains or giant crevasses or stuff like that. Because most of the time what it is is like, you need to find one specific spring on one specific part of the island to get to this one guided rail section. And that'll get you to the one goal you need to get to. And it doesn't feel very creative. It just feels like you need to find the right spot on the map, which I think kind of goes against a more open-worldy Sonic. And I felt like whenever I saw the Eggman uh, saucer and stuff like that, like it feels like this would have been a great opportunity to be like, oh, we can, we can spice up the, the different layouts here and kind of teach your brain that these certain elements like uh like the Eggman saucers means oh you you can get to this one specific type of challenge or if I'm making any kind of sense there. I, I do feel like it's a little bit limited in terms of how you traverse. Yeah. Which is a is a shame because it's just a few too many rails for me. As cool speaking, as they look. Speaking of the rails, the one thing there's one thing this game does that like I'm I'm torn on where the rails are concerned. I like the rails as fast travel, like the white rails that pop up as you as you open yeah. up areas of the map. I yeah. I like that as a fast travel system because I've so I've played a decent bit of MMOs in my life, and mm -hmm. there are two types of fast travel in MMOs. There is the teleportation fast travel, and then there's the walk away from the screen because you're on a Griffin fast travel. Um, and you know. For me, the rails are the the Griffin fast travel. Like I'm getting to a side of the island quicker, but it's not instantaneous, and I'm okay with it's, that. It's active fast travel. Yeah, um, and I'm and I'm okay with that. Like I like I like that here. Uh, but there's one thing they did with the rails that I'm I'm really torn on, and it's the fact that you keep momentum when you rocket off of rails, whereas you don't keep it when you jump. And granted, with the jumping thing, I'm starting to realize that that means less and less as I as I learn this game's physics. Because I, I was watching a playthrough of Chaos Island uh, where a guy just... He positions one of Sonic's feet on a rock, and then he uses the boost, and it immediately shoots him into that, like, the, uh, the momentum state where you get to do tricks. Um, it immediately yeah, no, shoots that's... him into that state, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, so now he's just rocketing around the map that way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear, like, they, they got assets that were not originally meant for a Sonic game, because, like, if you hit a little bit of the terrain, 
that's a little off. Yeah, he goes rocketing off here. I'm like, uh, that doesn't seem like that was intentional. Yeah. Um, um, and people are using that to like, people are using that to speed through these areas. Um, sure. But the the thing that I'm torn out on the rails is that like, I can tell that it's probably not intentional that momentum is kept when you hop off rails, unlike when you jump regularly, which sure. does which does give you the ability to shoot around the map a lot easier. My problem, though, is that a lot of the rails, they lock your camera. So, like, unintentionally or not, there is this very interesting method of maneuvering around the world that can be utilized, but half the time, you can't tell where you're going because the camera's right. just like, nope, lock you in place. There was um, there was a challenge on Island 1 uh, for unlocking part of the map. And it's the way you're supposed to do it is there's a, a pillar and you sigh loop around the pillar and it constructs itself upward. And then that allows you to hit the switch at the top. I was dumb and not thinking about the sigh loop at all. Cause I'm, I was just not used to that being in a Sonic game yet. Sure. There's a tower near it. It's one of the towers that has like all the rails around it that you can scale up. That's it's meant for another time to challenge for a different part of the map. I spent a good 30 minutes on stream scaling up that tower and then just like hopping on the rails around the tower, trying to rocket myself onto the platform uh, so that I could activate the switch. Cause I'm like, I don't know how to do this legitimately. I'm just going to break the game in half to do it. That tower specifically is like what I wanted more from with this game though. Like it felt like they gave you multiple ways to, to get up this, this up one tower or like little spots on the tower with little rewards and stuff like that. Yeah. It just it just felt like they put a lot of effort into that as opposed to like you get to Chaos Island and have those well more than half the challenges there are just these locked camera two D side scrolling things that nobody was is asking for. Like if I want two D, just give me another Sonic Mania for God's sakes. You guys aren't good at doing two D with this kind of Sonic. I feel like the um as a thing going forward, and maybe even a thing that they could they could add into this game retroactively because we haven't talked about the DLC stuff yet, but no, we haven't. We'll, we'll... And I was, uh, I was thinking about that, yeah. 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 Um, but if there's one thing that I would have enjoyed a lot on Chaos Island, it would have been a, a button that can take you out of 2D mode and force you into 3D. Like, if you are stuck in 2D mode, you're in 2D mode. But if you move the camera around, that should unlock you out of it. Personal opinion. Because, like, a thing that I was liking on Chaos Island was when I would find a 2D section... And if you approach a 2D section from anything that is not the beginning of it or the spring or rail or whatever leads into it, it never flips to 2D. It just stays right. in 3D. And some of those challenges are much more fun to do when you're in 3D having to navigate it Mario 64 style. Um, yeah. So, like, I would have appreciated being able to just, like, turn the 2D camera off when I'm stuck in one of those areas not just because some of those challenges are more fun when you do that, but also because with um, specifically in Chaos Island, some of those 2D sections are decently long, and I don't want to be in them when I'm stuck in them. I want to leave. I want to go no, away. Yeah, no, as far as I'm concerned, 2D sections, if they're going to be in it at all, that should have been strictly cyberspace. And even then, they're way worse than cyberspace. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the 2D, yeah. the 2D cyberspace levels fucking suck. They're really there, bad. They're really, really, really bad. There's a couple of them that I don't mind. Like the uh, the one where you're on mostly rails and there's lasers that are trying to stop you. 
Um, that one I started to have more fun with the more I did it because I started treating it like a Donkey Kong minecart level. Sure. Um, but for the most part, when they gave me one of those levels, it was 2D. I'm just like... Still, so just the most egregious thing for me in, in terms of like a Sonic Team game is like something I've always had an issue with. And I think a lot of people have just in general gaming terms. When we're talking about like the rough transition or what, anything with 3D Sonic, I think the bigger issue usually for a lot of folks, and I know everyone's got their fans for the, the secondary play styles, but the secondary play styles usually are, are undercooked in comparison to Sonic himself. Yeah. I mean, starting all the way back with Big or the Mechs. Or fucking the Werehog. Like, it, none of it feels just as good as Sonic. And we got to this point now where even when it's just Sonic by himself, they have managed to fuck up the exact same style of gameplay in the game itself, which is mind-boggling to me. I don't understand how they did it, and it just feels like, again, best boost has ever been, worst boost has ever been at the same time. Only Sonic team. I swear <laughs> to God. But, yeah. but I mean, like, just enough of the nitpicky for the for the time being. It's something you you kind of talked about real quick, and something I think deserves a lot more praise. Um, Psyloop and a lot of the new mechanics in general, I've been quite surprised with. I've uh, I've had a lot of fun with a lot of the new new mechanics here. Oh yeah. How do you guys feel about all that? I um. I really like the side loop. I think, again, a little broken. Uh, it's a little too easy to take advantage of that to, like, maximize your ring count. Yep. I do think it's adorable that you can make a little infinite symbol and give yourself, like, uh, unlimited boost for, for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Every single that. every single time you're about to fight a squid, just yep. <laughs> go, infinite go infinite boost and go, okay, <laughs> now yep. we're doing it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, uh... I especially like that, um, I found, it, you know, when you side loop around an enemy and then it, it has, like, a little automated attack, and I, I, I was shown on Twitter that there are other places in the game where I didn't think you could do that, and you can, and it, it creates a, uh, a very special outcome in those circumstances, What do it's you, very cool. What do you mean by that? I, uh, you can try side looping during boss battles. <laughs> like the the big boss battles or like the the ones the, for the portal keys try su uh, try as supersonic psy looping the titans it has completely like uh optional attack patterns just centered around that shit oh oh like with the uh with the third boss with i think spears I yes okay yeah okay yeah. yeah i know what you're talking about now okay cool um yeah no i did not I have not side looped a single boss, but I have watched one video where somebody did that and went, "Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I did." There's one boss, and I can't talk about it right now. But there is one single boss in this game. I was like, "Look, if I was going to side loop anybody, I wanted to be that one." And then it's just like, "Oh no, we're gonna gonna do this instead." We'll talk yeah. about it during the spoiler cast. Yeah, we'll talk about it during the spoiler cast. I, I I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, I guess we could, I guess we could talk about the boss battles real quick. Um, so I think it's almost been a, a, a unanimous, uh, feeling for most people that the boss battles in this game are some of the best we've ever had. 
in terms yeah. of like just I and and I have I have a problem with them. Um, Is it that they're too easy? It's that they're too easy. Um, I think the ability to max out your ring count before you walk into the boss fight is my biggest problem. I think. Oh, oh see, I never even bothered with that because uh, you can sleep through those fights, uh, like even without a huge ring count. Like, oh, yeah. It, they are all spectacle and no challenge. I love them, but uh, they they take no skill whatsoever. Yeah, they almost got they almost got creative with it, though. Um, the second boss fight. Um, you have a lot of opportunities to get hit and lose a bit of your rings, yeah. and you can't go back down and and you know, uh, just get your inventory back up. That I thought was like that is a good way to to handle that. Wait, the se um, the second one? Yeah, because you're you're stuck in the air for most of that that first part of the fight. Like you can't just get back down there to to side loop on the ground. Unless you can side loop but, on the, the boss itself. But there's rings that are... There's plenty of rings in the air, though, and you collect them automatically. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, like yeah, any, I don't any, know. I feel like there, there could have been a better balance there, especially if they're going to have a hard mode that's not actually hard. Yeah. I th my, my biggest thing is, like, there's my, my two issues with the bosses. One, I think that we should... I think we should have been locked. Like, when you go into the boss fight, you should either have 50 or 100 rings. You should not have however many you bring into you uh, into the fight uh, because otherwise it's just doing the entire fight on invincible mode to me i can i can already i can already tell you that you cannot win that the first fight on on 50 rings cuz i didn't know um i was going to get locked into whatever i had when i first played that mm -hmm. so uh and if you if you failed any of those like that sonic deals with some brutal fucking deaths yeah it's pretty fucking <laughs> rad um, um i think that so the not the, to spoil too much the first so I, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to... When, when I go through my second playthrough of the game, um, I'm, I'm going to do Giganto, uh, and I'm going to do it and just count how many rings I have. Because uh, if you don't have enough rings, it starts you out a, at 100 uh, when you go right. through. Um, and I know that I was able to get through Phase 1 on about, about 15 rings. When I was doing my play, if you know what you're doing for that first fight, I imagine you can get it done without too much issue on on 100 rings. I was still figuring out what I was doing, yeah. so I oh, got yeah, through most of it, but then ended up ended up croaking. Yeah, if you're still if you're still learning, then that's I can understand that that fight's a much harder when you're still learning. Um, but that kind of brings me to the other thing that like, and this is not just a boss specific thing, but it's it it rears its ugly head worse with the bosses than it does anywhere else in the game. The person who programmed the parry in this game, I want to strangle. I want we, to. We need to calm down with with the physical <laughs> physical harm jokes, man. So, like that's just it's just a little weird. But but, so but Nick, do, he could just do, parry it. I do. I do have a question about the the parry. Does um does the opening for a counterattack only come up if you parry it? within a certain time frame like does no. when you parry no. actually no. have an effect it has no effect. No. i swear it does because of the second boss battle there is a um there's like a little event that can happen after you parry but i swear it only showed up when i parried closer to when he actually attacked well i mean like if you have to treat it like a cryptid man like they need to do a better job in general with the, with the parry <laughs> Like yeah. I don't know what else to tell you there. Hey, hey, I can tell you, like as a huge fan of like uh, Revengeance, for example, that 
getting a good parry uh system down is amazing and mm-hmm. uh um that it just feels so good when you you actually start like getting down uh a solid uh the the solid timing and and, and everything for that when you're just holding it down and waiting for the attack to come to you it's kind of annoying um, it feels like that's like the like that should have been like like what we're if we're gonna have like different difficulties like i don't actually know what's different and i feel like that should have been like baby mode right like you can just hold this down indefinitely but like i don't understand why it, it didn't like up its game in, in terms of that because the parry is embarrassing man it is so easy it's yeah yeah I, I, it, uh something something kids game dude make a make a hard mode where it's uh contact parry only and and you have to do it like on time easy mode is where you hold it down like, kids play smash brothers they can parry yeah <laughs> parry this you fucking casual <laughs> <laughs> it's like between you know between the bayonetta games and even like more visceral less like intentional parry mechanics like if you ever played resident evil 4 uh, the feeling of just shooting projectiles out of the air before they make it to you. Stuff like yeah. that, when you get to execute stuff like that, it feels really, really good. But it only feels good because that's not something that, like... It's something that requires a lot of, of skill to do. It requires brain power to do it. And I like parry systems that have, like, a medium and then a perfect parry. Or, like, there's a parry you can get by just parrying the attack normally but if you do it frame perfect then you get you know extra damage or a boost to your abilities or, or something like that um that way it it gives you that wiggle room between people who just want to get through the game to play it and people who are wanting to devote the time to like mastering the devil may cry combat system um so i don't know i'm i would like I would have to your like, fucking mechanics, Sega. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like when, because in the in the promotional stuff when we saw the parry, it looked fantastic. And when you're just watching somebody play the game, the parry looks fantastic. The problem is when you're playing the game and you're doing the parry. Yeah, right. <laughs> the minute you do that, hold down to parry is the terrible idea. Yeah, and nobody should ever do that again. I, I, I I'm think just playing through Ray it... Island right now. It's just, <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep I think, going. I think, I think like what Nick said, having that, having the hold down to parry in easy mode, I'd be okay with. Um, and then like making it to where normal and hard modes do not have that, I would be okay with. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not not a fan but... of parry. I also think like uh, it, it did anybody else find the button configuration for some of the attacks kind of weird? Like it was kind of hard to remember what did what, and sometimes what you're trying to do just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I noticed that with like the specifically, I'm thinking of the um, the attack that you have to use against like the big grape enemy, the um, the L the L trigger that just shoots constantly and forever. Um, like it worked when I first unlocked it, and then I noticed like after I was done um, with Island One, and I started unlocking more combos. I just couldn't activate it, and I, I don't know if that was just me or not. That I... sounds like we we had a common issue because I had sometimes where uh, certain attacks just wouldn't want to trigger based off of what I was pressing, and it was that's irritating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I my my biggest issue with the uh, the extra attacks is 
when they gave you the attacks that were like, hey, hit the left bumper and then also uh, hit this button and then you'll get a special attack. Like all of those type of attacks, I felt like I would either activate accidentally or they would never activate at all and I would just get the dodge roll. And yeah. it's just... I, I will say, though, nitpicking aside on that, on the some of the attacks that are just hard to execute uh, correctly because the game just doesn't want to give them to you, I really do like the combat in this game a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's... It might just be because I'm I'm happy to have something that's different than just homing attack combat, and I liked Sonic Battle growing up, so I like seeing things like Sonic being able to fire Sonic Boom again uh, in, in a different game that's not a fighting game. So, like, maybe it's that, but at the same time, uh, I just... When I'm not fighting enemies that turn themselves into car tires to stop me from hitting them... I am enjoying this combat. You know, I don't blame you for that. Um, I know a lot of... It's weird that a lot of reviewers are just, like, just really ripping into that and calling unnecessary. Like, it needs a lot of work. I, I still think it needs a whole it's, bunch of work, especially if you just got done playing the likes of Bayonetta and shit like that. Like, there's a lot there you can you can do better, but, like, the fact that, that Sonic can very easily transition with shit that we're, that's tried and true... Like with the boosting and the and homing attacks and shit like that, and it just feels natural. Like well, that's something feels, to celebrate. It feels like Sonic combat, which I think yeah. is the best part about it. Um, yeah. Like that's that's one of those things where I was like, like a lot of these new ideas, where I was like, I didn't know if I was expecting this to to get pulled off, but they pulled it off, and there's like a good variety depending on on who you're fighting too. Like each new mini boss, like I know a lot of them. A lot of them can be a little bit tedious, especially near the end when you're kind of locked into some of them. But like a lot of them really require you to do things a little bit differently each yeah. and every time. And well, some are better than others. But the fact is, the variety is there. And I think that's amazing. Well, I even noticed on like some of the earlier islands where it's like they have a, a system there where some attacks are just catered towards taking certain enemies out faster. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The the thing where you can like kick really fast to like have the, the air, you know, the little projectile move. Um, you know those uh those uh enemies with the spheres around them in the opening island? Yeah, the grapes. Yeah, the grapes. Yeah. It, it oh sorry, did we tackle that already then? Well yeah. shit. Okay. Um the grapes. Grapes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I don't I don't know. I think people maybe <laughs> it deserved a little bit more credit than people people gave it. Again, not I perfect, agree. Yeah. But it is solid. You could see a lot of those ideas just kind of fell to the wayside near the second half of the game. But like you could tell like this is a this is a very much a green hole zone situation. There was a lot of effort put into I'd say Island One especially. Island two definitely got a lot of love as well. But you could see in terms of what they were going for in terms of like the combat tree and um movement and everything else, like what they were trying for when you have a clear uh, uh difference between how hard a um just a regular enemy is before and after you unlock a move, you know? Yeah. Like it really helped you expand how you um, tackle well, just every single challenge in this game, and it just yeah, it just it just fell a little bit short in the in the back half of the game, and I don't know, it just felt like they wanted to do a lot more than they had the time for. So I think a lot I, of that, yeah, I'm more positive than not. I'd I want to say with all the combat, I think a lot of that can be felt in the skill tree too, because you 
you can max oh out that God, skill yeah. tree by island two, and yeah. it's like it, this is this is a thing. Like as I was as I was watching Raz play the game, she maxed out the skill tree before she finished island two, and she's been enjoying the combat. And I'm just sitting there like. Okay, so I enjoy the combat even after finishing up the skill tree, but I hate getting experience points I can't do anything with. So now I'm going to have to see, like, okay, how is somebody who plays more games like Bayonetta and God of War but doesn't really like Sonic stuff, how are they going to react to this? So that's a, that's a thing that I'm going to be having fun uh, figuring out there. Because for me, I, I just started avoiding combat in the back half because that, like tactile reward for beating enemies just disappeared and it didn't get converted into anything it wasn't like oh now that you have maximum experience enemies drop rings or now that you have maximum experience uh, enemies drop more memory tokens or they're more likely to drop portal gears or you know, even big, right. even big fishing tokens and moving them out of the starfall event you, i would have been okay a, with you kill an ancient robot and it just shits out of fish <laughs> Fantastic. Well, like, yeah, I mean, I, again, that's the distribution of rewards that I felt was uh, definitely not not sorted out by the end of the game. And another thing I keep looking at, um, I'm playing Ray Island right now because I've been thinking about it. Um, Pup pointed something out to me that I didn't realize until he pointed out to me. Um, but I was playing through um, Kronos Island again just on a new save because like the one achievement I didn't get in my first playthrough was activating the phantom rush 50 times. Um, which I think is telling in terms of like how easy this platinum is. Uh, but, um, I noticed on those, on the side of the mountains, I was like, I can't get over there. What is that? Like, it looks like they have like, like a runnable wall and like this halfway underground, uh, water city. And like, what the fuck is all this? It's like, dude, that's Ray Island. You can just see it from there. I'm like, Oh, what? No shit. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so I went back to Raya Island, and all I remembered was the towers. But like, I'm running through it right now, and like, there's like so much potential here for like proper challenges. There's like, there's a bunch of walls on the side of like some of these mountains and stuff like that that are just like, you can just run along the side here. And I'm like, this is the kind of shit I was kind of hoping to see from the game, like more yeah. in shit, and it's just sitting here unused, which yeah, is like very weird. I, I don't I can't quite remember all the islands' names, but the second one, um, uh, I love like sure, and uh, <laughs> I, I I love the um the little like floating ruins and stuff that you can like run through where it feels like a real little obstacle course. Mm -hmm. Um oh, the ones that are like hanging off the cliffside and rotating. Oh it's yeah, so the actual cool. fucking landmarks, man. Yeah, those yeah they're felt, so cool. Those, ah. I'm just... I, and then you mm. can go underground and there's fucking temples there's temples in the game so it's yeah. that's that's, that's kind of where i was let down though right like because like island 2 is like oh we're building up to more alien like structures because like a lot of the stuff is just shapes to me and it's not anything interesting but it was like island 2 i was like oh we're moving away more from oh i got burpees sorry we're moving away from the clear um zelda inspiration and we're getting into something a little bit more alien and this is getting really cool. And then you get done with Ares Island, you get to Chaos, and it's like, well, uh, never mind, I guess. Fuck. There's a, so this is a, the the minorest of spoilers for a thing that happens, because we're talking about the architecture of the, the areas. 
there's a there's a there's a voice cue thing that happens that really kind of bothers me. Early in the game, uh, Sonic says something to one character about I was searching the villages and didn't find X thing. And then mm-hmm. later in the game, he talks with a different <laughs> character about how there are no villages and he doesn't understand how the ancients lived and survived. And then he's fed something about, like, they had a hard time adapting to the climate or something. But it's like, Sonic, are there villages here or are there not? Because I don't see any. So I would uh, assume they're, they're not. Because there were there were some, like, house structures that he even, like, it does one thing that kind of bugs me in the game where uh, you get too close to, like, a landmark or something and the game decides to take control away from you. Mm-hmm. Where he just right. stand perfectly still and comment on it. Yeah, I'm just like, just say that shit while you're moving, man. Um, oh, that that's something I have not run into. Like, I feel like I've heard that's being really inconsistent, like where he's going to comment on something. I don't remember him actually just flat out fucking stopping. That's really weird. Oh, he I got that a lot both, of times. He stopped for both me and Raz on our playthroughs. Yeah, because like when really he's weird. Like, hey, wow, these remind me of the Mystic Ruins. And then he just like has to stop <laughs> and stare at the waterfalls. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there there was a hey Tango is canon in this game, you know. Right, yeah. right, 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 yep. right. That's yeah. basically that's might as well they, that's might as well the, how they, they yeah they should have just wrote that Tangle's canon and they just leave it at that, right? <laughs> the fact that oh my god, I don't. There is a character that is made canon to the main universe at the end of the game that just <laughs> <laughs> just out of fucking nowhere. It's just. No build-up, just, oh, yes, this character's canon to the mainline story now, guys. Oh, are they? Yeah. That's good well, to know. Not only that, like, <laughs> not to, to spoiler here, but, like, it's, like, not only that, but it's also, like, oh, and this character's already been canon? You probably forgot about them, because we haven't used them for 20 years. There they are. Yep. I'm not even here they are. It's not even that, right? It's just name drop after name drop after name drop. And, like... I think Flynn's going to get like a lot of shit for that because like they just he just references everything. And I I appreciate that they take the time to be like, don't worry, all this stuff from the past matters. But going forward, I I feel like it needs to be show, don't tell. Show us forward progression. Stop just referencing shit in the past. Because like some of the acknowledgments were good. uh, And there was one in particular that tied directly into the events of the current game right i think you guys know what i'm talking about and i was fucking thrilled but that was like um that worked because it was directly relevant and it was like so connected to everything else that was going on uh versus um there there were times where hey you know, any higher, and we'd be uh, running into Angel Island. I'm just like, all right, all right shut, shut the fuck up, Sonic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Sonic, are you going to be running into Angel <laughs> Island, or are you going to be running into the Babylon Rogues, or are you going to be running into Lost Hex, or literally any of the other thousands of floating architectures that exist in this world? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now there's a there. I'm 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 equally split on the callbacks. I. I'm glad they are here because, again, if we're going to treat this as a foundational game for stuff going forward, having those callbacks as a way to just remind everybody that, like, hey, the past happened and the past mattered, and it's going to be relevant for things going forward, as shown by, not to spoil things again, but this is this is as close to an Adventure 3 as we're going to get for a long time. 
in terms of the I type of story that we got. Don't know about that. Um, oh, I think we're getting another game with like adventure in the title, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, again, goddamn, I wish Pup was here today. Um, I think like the next one. Yeah, no, I, me and Pup were talking about this. So I was like, look, man, like uh, Shadow showing up in 2024. They're doing oh, yeah. this shit now. Like they're they're doing something. Mm-hmm. And they're out I'm of their saying, minds if they don't remake the first game or if they don't do Adventure 3. They're going to do something in 2024. And all I'm saying is that there are some uh, if they even want to continue with like this storyline and kind of do a sequel to it. There's plenty of um opportunity to uh, take this shit to space. <laughs> well, and it would work <laughs> to be fair. We do know we are getting more story for this game specifically. I know, and I'm so fucking happy about it. Oh and my god, because that's like <laughs> there's there's two yeah. ways it might go. Um, there's one way that makes me really excited, which is you know the kind that you're talking about. The oh my god, we're gonna get new stuff added onto this because the story we have is already it's already good. So let's yeah let's expand in this world. Let's talk about this stuff. And I mean, with the with the way the game ended, it makes sense. Uh, that that is not the ga- the ending the game was supposed to have. No, it's not. No, there is no way. Um, and, and it makes me so sad because it's like you can you get a feel for like where things are headed and the level of scope that they're building up, and they uh, they don't get to do that. Yeah. No. So, like, and uh, go ahead, sir. I have a lot of thoughts about that. I'm um. I don't know if either of you are fans of the uh, Shantae series. I want to be. I've not played more than a few minutes of any of the games, though. Uh, Pirates Curse is the best one. I, I agree with you, Wayne, but I need to talk about... Uh, <coughs> well, by, by talking about the specific one that I want to talk about, it might actually reveal my hand, so I'm not going to do that. Um, but there is a Shantae game that has oh. DLC. Yes! Oh, and, oh, I know exactly what you're fucking talking yes, about. Yes, <laughs> and that is my yeah. concern, because... We have been told that in this DLC, we are getting new uh, new story and extra playable characters. And if they go the way I want them to go, then it will be taking the story forward and we get to do more stuff with it. And I'm, I'm super happy about that. If they do what Shantae did with the same thing, I will be very disappointed. It worked in Shantae, but I don't want it here right now. I, I think... I think I would have been more open to it if it existed in the game proper versus uh, adding it in retroactively. I had a very similar issue with um, Kingdom Hearts 3 and how it handled its DLC. Uh, Even as somebody who liked that game more than most, uh, the the Keyblade War towards the end of that game, I I don't think quite matched what it was supposed to be either. Mm. And the DLC takes a thing that you already had to do twice in the main game for some reason and says, let's do it a third time. This time, you just get to uh, choose different characters to play as. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we don't get a scenario like that, because I'm... I, 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 I want a new... I, I want... I want. I don't even want a different final boss. I just want another final boss. Yeah. <laughs> like I want. I want to add to that. I want a new encounter. I think that there's a lot open here where they could they could do a, a three and knuckles thing yeah and like uh and just like add to what's already there i don't i don't want it to them to to retcon anything that's already there i don't want them to like go back and change like 
how things went. I was I satisfied with the ending 100%? Not really, but I would rather you roll with it and build off of that than try to like backpedal. Um so it's like uh it's hard to talk about this without going into too much detail. Yeah, we I think we should just let's let's just kind of put that to bed for for yeah. this yeah. week. We uh I mean we all have our own videos we're going to be doing on it and we'll have pop back to really dive into it on on a spoiler cast at some point but like yeah let's let's just get into the like the the announcement of the dlc in general i think that's it's kind of cool i think i'm really excited about it it's It's, a it's it's a glow up from forces it really is it's it's free dlc it's a lot of stuff a lot of it makes me really excited and it's like uh like a like a boss rush specifically i think was in there uh in like listed in the was, dlc or at least new it, challenges and shit it said it said new challenges and it showed us a titan fight which means yeah, yeah we're gonna keep <laughs> i mean I, like, I, that's I, one thing like we're all talking about right sorry go ahead wayne i i want a boss rush because like fuck those those titan fights are cool um well they're I, easy but like 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 how cool would it be like if you had like just one set of rings like the 90 like you can go up to 99 or 999 rings, and you have to roll through all of them with just that. Ooh, that would be cool. I, I, yeah. would, I would like that if it was like, I don't know, less than less than that many rings. Just do it like a hundred ring challenge or something. But yeah, like I, I do want. I'm that. talking. About, I'm talking about the same counter. Like you have to go to one, next one, next one, next one, and like, like the goal like is to survive the first one. But I'd imagine a lot of speedrunners would be like this is how many rings I had left by the time I got done with these guys kind of a yeah. thing, you know, like that'd be cool. That'd be fucking cool. And that'd be a rad leaderboard thing. Like, I know that a lot of, I know that a lot of the modding community are getting thrilled that we're getting a, uh, the, the camera mode because yeah, the, <clears throat> the ability to go into a camera mode for taking pictures of Sonic and the scenery apparently. And I, I don't know that much about how you break a game via modding. Um, but people that I've I've been seeing talk about it they're like oh no if we have access to this tool it makes breaking the game's geometry super easy now like people something just about kinda, having that tool is is helpful i feel like people can also just like say that shit like I, pe- people just fucking say shit about like what a feature does and doesn't do to a game just to justify it being or not being there so i I would agree with you. Uh, however, the the person I'm referring to has a history of actually coming through with like camera, okay. camera mods and stuff for Sonic games. Um, it doesn't sound like they're trying to flex. It just sounds like they're saying like this the seemingly arbitrary thing actually helps out modders quite a bit for this and this and this reason. Which I, I yeah. think this thing is interesting. I, I don't think they're trying to flex. Okay, I can never tell anymore because I thought you were just talking about randos on Twitter. Or something. No, no, this wasn't rand. This is a, <laughs> this is a friend of mine who okay. <laughs> who does this stuff. So it's like okay, cool. Like getting getting that means that your job gets easier, and that's that's nice. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, the the modding community has already been like it, it's been fun. I, I need to get the PC <laughs> version just to take advantage of that shit. I like Gong. I like Gondam style uh, Giganto. <laughs> you would, man. Yeah, dude. The was, fact the fact that God the game the fact that the game actually programs the vibrations of the uh, of the level to be in tune with like how hard he actually steps down on the ground. Like, that's a thing that the game just does. So when you make the Titans dance like that, the entire level starts just gyrating. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. 
was it pup that shared i i can't tell if this was pup or, or fucking anthony um the mm -hmm. uh the little mod of turning all the cocos into little amogus crewmates <laughs> i did not god see damn that it. god damn it, i didn't either <laughs> yeah i think it i think it might have been pup but it's also if, if i'm thinking of among that's us, a very crewmates. anthony thing to do yeah yeah yeah, it's, yeah. I think the first thing I did was send to the group chat, like, side-looping uh, an Amogus. That one was god Anthony. Yeah. All you fuckers. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but, like, the DLC, um, I don't know, I was a little bit torn on it when I first saw it, but, like, um, our our dear friend Stevie pointed out in, in my Discord server, because uh, she's, she's worked on games before, and she did kind of help give perspective from the other side of things. I was like, oh yeah, that does actually make sense, because um, like some some of, some of the folks in there were talking about like I kind of wished you know the game had been finished before they did this or anything, and she pointed out like well the way game dev works nowadays usually is like you you kind of kind of have to prioritize what you can do like you still got the finished game, yeah. but some stuff just gets left on the on the editing room floor because that's just how it goes with any multimedia project nowadays right and, and so they prioritize what they could and then got it out the door and if they were allowed to after the fact then we work on shit after afterwards and i'm i'm against kind of piecemealing shit for the sake of piecemealing which is a big problem for a lot of big companies but this does feel like they're going back and being like we still had a lot of great ideas we're getting the opportunity to do it and we're giving it to you for free like, this yeah. is the best. We yeah, I mean, this is a great compromise as far as I'm concerned and nothing we were expecting. And and that's that's my thing is like because uh, like you were saying, you, you got to consolidate time um, and you got to like uh, delegate what uh, what you're putting all your effort to. And sometimes what you actually can get done changes mid development, sometimes in the late. Yeah. Game. And yeah, uh, and that's just that's just kind of part of it. And it's it's a business and it's such a successful or successful and uh, money making industry at this point that you're not going to be seeing as many studios that are just like um throwing more and more money towards projects even for Sonic although i got to say that i felt when i saw that announcement i felt like a, a little shift in the wind where i was just like this felt like sega handling sonic frontiers kind of like they do every sonic release until they saw the way people responded to this one in particular and then they were like oh shit maybe we need to do a little bit more with this one because they're starting to see like if i know that sega they, they do try to keep their ear uh to the ground when it comes to fans because it's most developers try to do that at least to some extent sega um, of america does yeah. i don't know about japan <laughs> fair um but the fact that this is one of the uh, th this is the best received sonic game since yeah. Not counting, not counting Mania, specifically, in terms of like yeah, because none of the Sonic fan base does. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. No, oh, you I, go. That's fine. Well, 3D Look, Sonic game, 3D Sonic game specifically. We're talking about our our rough transitiony boy, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, <laughs> fucking babies. <laughs> just everyone's like, the last decade's been so bad. What about Mania? It doesn't count. Okay, all right, all right, kids. All right. God. Look, you Do got you, are... to, you got to eat good in 2017. Be happy. We all that. did, you dumb bitches. <laughs> Enjoy things. For God's sakes. You were saying, Wayne. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I'm um 
the DLC announcement was uh, exciting to me on a couple of levels, mostly just because it's like, yeah, I do want more content for this. The yeah. game is good enough where it's like, yeah, I just want to see more stuff built off of this. Yeah. But also, it's just like seeing um, Sega kind of shift gears and it, it kind of felt like for the first time in a, in a long while, Sega viewing and treating like a Sonic game the, the way you would expect them to. Yeah, I agree. It's really nice, isn't it? And we keep seeing um, postings for new jobs and stuff like that. Like, they're really kind of... It feels like they're finally building out this franchise. And it's been slow going, and we should expect it to be slow going. This stuff doesn't happen overnight. But it really feels like this this year's turning around the way it needs to, which is really nice because my major concern, and I still have these problems with the Frontiers, is like Sega is going back to normalizing unfinished products mm. like they did back in the 06 era. And that was, like, say what you want about Lost World or any of those other games. Like, they felt finished, as far as I was concerned. Like, they felt like there was a budget there, and they put it together. And while the end product's not the most brilliant thing in the the world, it's a finished product. And then I looked at Sonic Colors Ultimate, and I looked at Sonic Origins, and then I looked at the end of Frontiers, and I'm like, I don't like this particular brand of uh, Sega anymore. Like, this is... This is a little bit too concerning with them being like, it's good enough, put it out the door. But like, I'd still say Frontiers prioritized a lot more of what mattered, even if like the pop-up's a problem or like an unfinished or like clearly unfinished ideas are, are still left in this game, shit like that. They prioritized where it counted and looking at this, it it's telling me, yeah, we're we're going in the right direction and we might not get everything I would want out of Frontiers with this DLC. But I think we're going to get a lot more, and I think it's a good setup for a really special sequel. You know what? This is going to sound weird, um, but I've just been doing some thinking about the way things have kind of shifted in the public eye for the franchise as of late in the past, like, several years. I think that original live action design for the Sonic movie is one of the best fucking things that happened to the series. Go on. That... You know, they say there's no such thing as as bad publicity. You know, mm-hmm. that that got people talking about Sonic and they saw something that was just abhorrent <laughs> in the franchise. But that opened up the discussion to what makes Sonic good. <coughs> Suddenly, people started talking about it a lot more Then there was this uh, story about this huge change where you got to see the original uh, model get swapped over for one that was actually authentic. And then suddenly everyone's just like, Oh, hey, yeah, that looks right. And then even people who don't give a shit about Sonic were just like, yeah, no, that's the way he's supposed to look. He looks good like that. That's uh, that's what makes Sonic good. It just it was uh, it was a gateway, I I guess I want to say, into much larger discussions about the positive side of the franchise. And it helped um, reassess so much, uh, both in and outside of the fandom. And uh, I honestly think that uh, that whole kerfuffle actually kind of helped get us to where we are now. I can see that because like the I can too. Like <sighs> after after that, where we got to have that delineation of like, OK, no, let's let's fix this. And despite there being some people that tried to go like, hey, you shouldn't tell the artists uh what to do they're like no no in this case we can 
in this case we can. Um, despite there being that whole that whole bit there, we got to have this, and then we got to have Sonic Movie Two, which felt like the second movie felt like an event compared to the first one. I think it also helped that like just first one happened at the beginning of pandemic, the second one happened after pandemic, so that's that probably also helped a lot. Uh, or end of like a lot of the regulations where the pandemic's concerned. Um, but seeing this entire franchise I guess I guess it is basically what you're just saying there Wayne just people viewing the positive stuff as opposed to the negative stuff um because yeah. it's like there's a, there's a friend of mine who's a streamer and he's he's not played any Sonic games but for he's going to be doing Sonic stuff for charity and there was an entire discussion that had to be had with him originally where he was like I want to play the worst and most cringy games in this franchise and i'm like but why why do you want to do that why is that what you want to do and then it just kind of hit me i'm like oh yeah if you're not a sonic fan that's a lot of what he's known for these days is just the the bad gameplay the unfinished stuff the cringe the uh the games that even the fans of the franchise don't like like oh no this is this is indicative of what we've been getting for a long time of course yeah. you want to play the bad and the cringe stuff because that's the stuff that speaks the loudest to you now. But it is nice that we're getting the other end of that finally, and I'm hoping that this maintains. I I think it took uh, the, the, the world seeing something that was so loveless and not representative of the actual franchise, its heart, its merit, and everything, um, that just kind of felt wrong. I... Uh, for them to start looking at what the series actually is instead of how it's been memed up uh, over the past couple of decades. It, it That was the wake-up call, was things hit so fucking rock bottom with that first design that um, it just kind of... Uh, it, it opened the door for like, no, 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 no. This isn't right. Here's here's what this actually is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, we're never going to live in the world where <clears throat> where it would have what it would have been like if they just gotten the design right from the get go. Yeah. I have to wonder if like, if they had just got it just on point to begin with, if just the movie itself would have done even better and would have reignited the love of Sonic for a lot of folks who had kind of fallen off of it in a brand new generation. I don't know. But the fact that they did it just means the world to me. And just having the courage to really embrace what Sonic is I really think is 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 a great thing, and um, actually, this kind of reminded me of this fucking tweet. It's always my dumbest tweets that I don't ever mean to blow up that that blows up. Like I made a quick joke about like the movie uh, Little Koopa Troopa having like the, like these his eyes like kind of pushed together, and I yeah. jokingly was just like, like movie Koopa is more true to Sonic's design than movie Sonic is, and that blew the fuck up. And I got so many people like, oh my god, you guys have to complain about everything. It's like, it's just a quick joke, man. I like movie Sonic just fine. But it does make me think about the, the movie in general in terms of Mario. We've got so much right with Mario in these trailers, and you're seeing so much love and excitement, and people are just excited because it's fucking Mario, and it's embracing more video game stuff than even Sonic is. Except for one very important thing and that's the fucking voice 
And I have to wonder with Mario here, I have to wonder when this movie comes out. A lot of people are going to be fine with it because it's Chris Pratt and he's, he's a talented actor and it's fine. But I have to wonder if just this generic, just Hollywood actor that doesn't have the energy and the love as Charles Martinet. I wonder if that, that alone is going to kind of drag down a lot of what this, this property is versus what Sonic is where they went out of their way to hire somebody who just brings the energy and uh, and humor and charm of the character in a way that he's he's been lacking for a bit. You know, like, I really wonder if that's going to be comparable. And I also wonder if Mario embracing even more video gaming stuff is going to kind of help Paramount see, hey, let's lean even further into the franchise with Sonic 3. Yeah. I don't know, but it's good to see some good fucking video game movies, and I'm glad Sonic's part of that conversation. I think uh, I think one thing that really works in Sonic's benefit, and I feel like this could be a discussion for an entirely different podcast, so I might kind of put a pin in it, but just sure. is uh, I kind of think that uh, Sonic was one of the first 2D platformers that really nailed down the mass appeal of Mario, but added in narrative. Um, it just balanced it in really, really well, and it's been doing that since since game one. It was it was it was uh, simplistic, but I still think it had a little bit more going on in its its background and story than Mario ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, by game just, three, they that was that's on the yeah. It's just beautifully just merged into what you're doing. So yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, game game three is a is a tale like that. That is a uh, that is a a story, and it's yeah, great and um. Uh, I think that's kind of what helps lend to making uh, the Sonic uh, Sonic movie, especially Sonic 2, uh, work as well as it did, uh, while at the same time really setting it up for success uh, for a franchise. Um, versus it's like Mario, uh, just based on the trailer, it's really exciting seeing stuff like, oh, man, like uh, uh, Diddy and, and Dixie are, are, are in the background at the arena, like... Um, here's all this uh, stuff I recognize from Mario. Oh, God, is that a Tanuki suit? Awesome. And I'm just like, that's cool and all, but, like, Mario doesn't have a... Uh, outside of, like, maybe the RPG games, not a lot of uh, big stories to tell, and I don't know if they're gonna go down those narrative routes mm-hmm. for, for yeah. that. Um, and so it makes me wonder, does uh, a Mario movie have franchise appeal, or, uh, yeah, it, you know, for a film franchise? I don't know, That that's gonna be an interesting one to chew on i feel like i need to see what they do with the movie before uh, i have more thoughts on that i think it does i mean like i think the staying power of mario means like nintendo knows what the hell they're doing with that franchise in general and i imagine yeah. that could translate to a movie as long as it's in the right hands um i think a lot of us uh very trepidatious of the likes of illumination um but at least the small snippets they're selling us look really good so far so i think it's got the potential uh, it's it's largely coming coming down to who's making it more than I think the franchise itself because I, I feel like a lot of Mario fans could contest. No, you, you could do like a multi film franchise out of this. <laughs> What's inspiring to me about it, if we're gonna bring it back to Sonic, is like I think this is gonna show us more and more like if they can push more money into the franchise in terms of games and if the show does well, I'm excited to see what that is in a couple weeks. Um, like maybe like we can move on from movie three and I kind of want to get rid of the humans. Like it would be kind of cool if 
like we have this big heartwarming send off between Sonic and Tom and, and all those guys where he's like, hey, I got to get back to my world. It needs my help. I'm going to go off on adventures. And then like we go from there, like fully CG Sonic that could make sense in, you know, a real live action setting like it does with Tom and Maddie. But also like if you just had like the Green Hill and Angel Island and all that shit that we saw in the more CG ish shit. Yeah. I think it could work in both worlds now. Like CG's yeah. just that good. It's like that was one thing I was again, like I was just rolling my eyes with when people were like, well, one's made for live action, the other's made for cartoon. Like, guys. guys. And, and, and that's like I'm uh I, I've had the same thoughts about like ever since Bumble the Bumblebee movie came out and Bumblebee. You see the uh the fuck was that? <laughs> um, no, it's the same with Wiki every time. Every time oh, someone okay, says Bumblebee, okay, I go, okay, I go, yeah. Bumblebee. 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 Yeah. What? Um, it's like, ever since the beginning of that movie, I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, just make movies adapting the War for Cybertron games, please. Yeah. Like, just set it on Cybertron. Just give me a war movie. Holy crap. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Also Paramount. Also Paramount. I, I, uh, I wouldn't, I honestly like I like the human characters in the in the Sonic movies, uh, so I'm not like super against having them around more. But I will say that uh, a part of the reason I enjoyed Sonic Two more was it felt so Sonicy in the way that it like just stayed focused on uh, our Sonic characters going off on these adventures and in different locations and, and stuff like that. Uh, and then you know it would cut to to Wade making stupid, not funny jokes. Uh, um, you know, and I like the fucking the, wedding scene. Fuck <laughs> I'm I like the humans in in Sonic stuff when they're very much side like this is this is Sonic interacting in a world that is that is not his own and he's trying to protect it as best he can. Like yeah. that's a lot of what we got in Adventure One and Two. Like you can you can go through Adventure One without talking to any of the humans really. You just get insight by talking <laughs> to them. Adventure 2, the only interaction Sonic has with humans, not counting, you know, the Eggman lineage, is the one-off interaction with the president. Um, I... Yeah. Uh, and then, like, of course, the fights with Gun, right? I, I think that's what's colored my thoughts on humans and Sonic for the longest time, is that, like, we've had the world where the humans have brief interactions with Sonic, and I like that world. But then we've got the more Sonic X-y, Sonic movie world, where Sonic is directly interacting with humans all the time, like, from from beginning to end. And, I, yeah. Eh. I propose. I Don't propose. But, I don't want another wedding scene. Okay. Well, I, uh, I suggest what we do is uh, we just take out all the live-action actors in the next one. We still have human characters, but they're literally just the, like, Dreamcast models from Sonic Adventure 1 of all of those human <laughs> characters just integrated into the movie. And make it a Christmas movie so we can have the two lovers playing Sonic Adventure on a holy night. Exact <laughs> line, just in the trailer or something. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of what makes them work in the games, right? It's just, like, there's still that that clear, wacky video game-ness to them, right? My favorite times with uh, Sonic and humans is when they're getting shot in the back of the fucking head. Hashtag <laughs> cap that kid. God damn. Um, no, like, I, I'm, like, I'm never going to pretend like I give a shit about Rachel or the wedding or anything. And I don't care how many people like it. It's fucking garbage. Don't get rid of it. I'm so tired of it. Yeah, no, like I, movie three, you have your humans one more fucking time. Have a big connection with Sonic and, and Maddie. 
have it be a story about Sonic growing up because he's going to be dealing with an enemy who he can't just hug it out with. And that's that's going to be cool. But like if they could do anything more from there, like they've shown that he works in CG like that short is so fucking good. They they just got to like. They just got to uh, go apocalypse with the next one. And Eggman Eggman uh, basically takes over the world that roboticizes all the humans. No, we're if we're going to have shadow, we're going to have shadow in our He's apocalypse got- needs to be from Black Doom. <laughs> Ah, I thought you were going to say the arc or something. Like, actually have the arc be useful. Uh, Oh, but but wouldn't it be better if we have the arc fall apart in one level and then fully operational in another level with no Chaos Emeralds at all, but the Eclipse Cannon is still inexplicably fully powered and able to do things, but it also doesn't initiate the previously established destruction sequence of the arc? Don't you like the story of Shadow the Hedgehog, Wayne? It's oh, Sonic you, Adventure 2, you sure, but you sure, worse. You sure remember that that game better than I do. I I just better had to... Better than Shadow does. <laughs> God damn it! Wayne, I just rewrote that entire game without Shadow. I have a 12,000 word script that I, I need to voice. Oh, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I don't well, want to oh, remember yeah. that game as well as I do. I don't. <laughs> I did want to ask, boys, um, was there anything else about Sonic Frontiers specifically we wanted to go? I guess we did kind of get off the rails a little bit there. And that's how we, we stayed on. We stayed momentum. on Sonic track amazingly, so I'm proud of you, everyone here. <laughs> uh, we actually stayed on a fucking Sonic uh, conversation. Um, oh, God, my cough's really starting to kick in. Um, I think we should the probably move into Super Chat the, soon, then. Well, the one big thing of the DLC we did not talk about, and I'm amazed we have not talked about, um, playable characters, holy shit. We did talk about that. We we touched on it briefly, yeah. Yeah. It was a it was it was the where I where I made the Shantae <laughs> comment that like there's a way I want this and it's not that. Well we have not we've not talked once about like specifically Tails or Amy or Knuckles. Like nobody's freaking out about that. Like this game is made for Knuckles. Yeah. Holy I'm shit. so I'm so fucking excited about Knuckles. <laughs> I want, oh my god. I'm most excited to play as Amy because I want hammer parkour. I want my Sonic Dude, Advance I, Amy back. God. I mean, like, again, like, I, I hope the physics allow for that because I really, really miss uh, the way you can kind of really navigate around with that hammer. Like, it's such an ingenious way to to incorporate her, I thought. And then they never really improved upon it or touched upon it or did anything else with it outside of, like, 2D games, which, again, I was like, I have to admit, even back then, I was, like, really impressed she worked as well as she did in a more traditional Sonic setting. Yup. <clears throat> So I don't know. Just the fact that they're they're bringing them back for something is so exciting. A lot of people in the comments did uh, mention some concerns, and I don't blame them because like we don't know in in what context they're going to be brought back. Like, are we going to get them in open world physics, or are we going to get them in the cyberspace stuff? I think problem. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That would yeah. That would really suck. That's what I. That's what I was alluding to, Wayne. Oh. Uh yeah. Mm. That's my that's my concern. It would be really again, cool is... to play these characters in the open world. It's uh I mean it's free DLC. Like uh how much money are they willing to put into you know brand new mechanics or maybe there's stuff just unfinished on the table that they're going to get back to. I don't know. But uh I really hope we get to see some um some different things, because if it's just skins of Sonic, I'm going to be pretty bummed out. 
Yeah. 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 It, it will get episode Shadow, but it's episode Amy, and Amy runs as fast as Sonic, does not use Hammer, and by the way, she battles with her fists. It's actually just multiplayer mode. It could just be Sonic Adventure 2 battle, Amy. <laughs> so, just, uh, just there. So, so the the Amy that for some reason can activate her special powers with half the rings and therefore breaks the entire multiplayer mode? Dude, that entire multiplayer is broken. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's a busted-ass fucking multiplayer. Um, you don't like hearing Sonic Wind a thousand times as you're trying to just walk through City Escape like uh, a normal person? Yeah, like you activate your thing, and then it just drops you off of whatever uh, thing you're doing, and at the same time, uh, it kills your opponent. Just fucking, I fucking hate battle. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess we have to, it's more of a wait and see, but i uh, excited to see that they're they're even dipping their toes back into this because, uh, yeah, it's been since what mania. And even then it was like, we knew what to expect with, with mania style tails and knuckles. We have no idea what to expect with, with a more 3d styled knuckles, tails and, and Amy nowadays. So she's not been playable in 3d since fucking Sonic heroes. And even then, like that's just a reskin of every other play style in that game. Yeah. I think the only, the only character that really changes the way they operate significantly in Heroes is Espio. Yeah. Because he gets access to the shuriken and the stealth and is just Heroes is a weird Even then it's it's even then it's still the same fucking mechanics through and through throughout all yeah. campaigns. Like a couple tweaks here and there. Like truly 3D Amy, like with her own unique mechanics, has only been seen in Adventure One. And uh I mean chat's noting there's it, a there's a section for her in 06. But that's I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot how she even plays there. Keep forgetting about the playable characters in 06. Yeah, regardless, I'm I'm fucking excited to see these guys back. It's it's been way too long. To make, yeah. it, to make everybody in chat feel old. It's been eighteen. It has it hasn't been eighteen. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot of years. All right. Yeah, uh, my my throat's beginning to give out, so I'd say let's let's get to some super chats. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So it's gonna be me and Wayne bouncing between these because of uh because of the phone issues. I'm correct? calling in. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling in. I can't I can't see what what's going on. That's fair. Actually, hang on. Let me put you on speaker. Let's uh let's see how everybody thinks I sound with speaker. Um. Uh go how's it sound sounds the same yeah it sounds very much the same okay i'll all right i'll be able to jump in with with mailbag too then all right cool then uh <laughs> you want to go ahead and start us off with faded shadow sure faded shadow with two dollars thank you long time no see guys yeah sorry <laughs> uh next one we have is stevie cole uh with 10 pounds happy friday lads Oh, thank you. Happy, happy Friday, Stevie. Hope is, you're doing well. It is Friday time. Yeah. Uh, we also got uh, Rangers and Riders with $5. Hey, y'all. Hey, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. You are becoming. <laughs> That's it's, not what I wanted. You're assimilating. Oh, okay. Well, about you, dude. So you better keep going because it gets better. Oh no! Uh, glad to see. 
<laughs> Glad to see the Wayne train. Oh, back on the scene. <laughs> How about the hedgehog, eh? That hedgehog, eh? Cool stuff, am I right? Yeah, yeah, he's pretty, you are pretty right. You are right. As the kids would say. All right, serious. Or is it my yeah, turn again? It is your turn. Wow, it's so... God, this is very weird with just three of us here. Uh, Nick, Nickel-plated with uh, Buck99. Thoughts on the latest Sonic Twitter takeover? I have not seen it. I I think it's great that Shadow's getting married. What's the Twitter takeover? It's when they have all the voice actors come together and, and uh, pretend to be the characters while they're reading uh, questions. Oh, yeah, those. Yeah, no, I don't really care about those. <laughs> I... I watched a few. I, I I typically watch them once people animate them, because they're they're way funnier when people actually like give the characters their uh their like animations and shit. Uh, I, my my favorite one was person comes in a shadow lover says like, hey, uh, what what things do I have to do for Shadow to marry me? And without missing a beat, uh, Shadow's voice actor just goes, all right. These are the tasks you must complete to marry me, but I will marry you. And you just hear like Roger Craig Smith as Sonic in the background going, "Are are are you sure, Shadow? Are you sure?" Amazing. It's, it was great. Anyway, yeah, I I I think like the only the only time I really uh remembered those to be perfectly honest is like when I see uh Fidel. I. Uh, like getting called out on them uh, for being a, a Tails hater. Amazing. Fucking fantastic. Next one we have. Uh, is... Oh, sorry. Wait, yeah, I don't, sorry. Have, I don't have anything to say. I've not seen it. So, yeah, go gotcha. ahead. Next one we have is from Boat NB with the $5. I hate Chaos Island. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I saw you on, I saw you on Twitter venting hard on, on that. And I'll say, I don't blame you. I. That, that could have been a lot better than what it was. I hate the beginning of Chaos Island so much that I come ar I came around to that island when I was streaming and my chat was literally like going, here's how you navigate this without a headache. And then I came around to it. I'm like, okay, I don't hate this island as much now, but I still hate this island compared to the other ones. If the rest of the game was laid out like Chaos Island, I would have had a very negative view on the game in general, I think. Yeah. I Yeah, I, I don't like Chaos Island. There's there's good elements to it, don't get me wrong, but it, it's a jarring shift in terms of quality and layout compared to what you play prior it's, to that point. It's the water temple of Sonic Frontiers. Down... Still Design better than that down to having a very specific way it must be navigated in linear order, else you fail. Yeah. It is, it is that in execution and philosophy to me. <laughs> so. Yeah. The linearity kills that level. Um, Blaine, do you have any more thoughts on Chaos Island? That's eh, alright. There you go. <laughs> You'll find your flight. I don't like that one as much as uh, breaking through it all. I don't. I don't know why everybody likes that one so much. I've. I think it's the middle part. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Whose turn is it? It's Wayne's. <coughs> oh right, 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 okay. Um, yeah, we got Mr. Krabs with four ninety nine. I. I... <clears throat> okay, fine. <laughs> Arr, Wayne, just want to tell you that your Batman video was fantastic, and your content always helped me with my boredom at work or playing video game. 
singular. I appreciate it. I I liked I liked that Batman video. I wish more people saw it. Oh my god. Is Batman? <laughs> I'm not letting that one go. Oh my god. Yeah, go watch Wayne's Batman video. It's really fucking good. Actually, uh you you touch on points I never thought about with with that game's narrative, uh, which is really cool. Wayne likes Arkham Asylum. I do. He should. It's a good fucking video game. Really good video game. So Wayne, when when are you gonna get uh when are you gonna get Gotham Knights to to play with me and Pop? Uh it's not connected to the Arkham universe, so I'm not contractually obligated to give a shit about it, which is good because I don't. It's actually kind of fun. Anyway, <laughs> Channel Pup, the son of a bitch. Two licks. Poopies. <laughs> uh, good to have you back, buddy. Yeah. He's such a wonderful tombstone. Um, the next one we have is from Way Past Yule Kid. Thank you for the four ninety nine. Merry Kringle Jingle, boys. Nick, I too am vocally shot. Except for me, it was Mario trailer. I miss Pup already. America ain't the same without him. It's not. <coughs> My world got a lot quieter. Well. I'm just having you guys over. It was a good time. I thought Marietta was a lot better than I expected. We're gonna wait to talk about it when when we got pup with us, but like, yeah, I, you know, for being full of a lot of uncomfortable <laughs> philosophy, yeah, it's a pretty pretty fun little town. Is that oh, your man. one of your more memorable pizza parlor experiences? Oh, buddy, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, we've, <laughs> or, uh, Cerse, did you already go? Uh, yes. You have Faded Shadow. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Faded Shadow, uh, 11 with $10. The thing I hate is bad, vo bad actors acting like we are happy with mediocrity. Like, if Frontiers was mid, we would be okay. Have they even met a Sonic fan or played Forces? Um, we, we've played mid. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, uh, I think people see any flaws whatsoever these days and they have to just jump into an extreme. Uh, it's just kind of, uh, built up, I, it, to a degree by people like us who, like, make our living off of criticizing games. But uh, we try to be nuanced about it, and unfortunately on, on social media, there's not a lot of room for that, and people don't try to make room for it either, so that's kind of what you get. Yeah, I keep mentioning that, that one Twitter comment where I just point out a thing. I think it's funny. I don't actually give an opinion one way or the other. Um, and then like I've seen like all the quote tweets are like, Sonic fans being dramatic, or Sonic fans this or that and the other, like, guys, you should be happy with anything. It's like, I didn't, I didn't say any opinion on any of that. I just said a thing. Yep. I didn't say this is that good or bad or anything else. That said, though, uh, I'm going to push back a little bit, though, because, like, again, I still think Frontiers... This is this fucking game, though, man. Like, I feel like I could play Devil's Advocate so easily. Uh, if, like, someone's, like, ripping it apart, you'd be like, no, there's a lot of good here. But someone's like, oh, my God, this is, like, one of the... This is, like, Game of the Year. This is one of the greatest games ever. Like, calm it down. It's, so, it's, call, it's, reel no. it in here. I get that. It's kind of how I feel about Breath of the Wild, where I really, really love that game, but I could bitch about it for hours, and I have, and I will continue to do so. It's got a lot of fucking problems. 
all that all that said um yeah in terms of frontiers i do feel like i see a lot of sonic fans are like what's that meme of that dude who's like just losing his shit after winning a medal and like like spraying like champagne in his face and he's like like in third place <laughs> like the other two are just looking at him <laughs> i kind of feel like that's a lot of like that's the best way i can describe a lot of sonic fans with with frontiers of like Fuck yeah, he was like we got a decent game. Like yeah, we we let's let's keep going. We're not we're not stopping here. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's ignore the problems. Obviously, but there's yeah. room room to celebrate, uh, but also want improvement later. But yeah, yeah, it's it's all balance. Anyway, I like Sonic. That's pretty cool. All right, uh, is it my turn? I believe so. OzJamH with $10. Hey guys, hope your fellow's doing good, but say Movie Sonic had Roger voice acting him at first. Do you think it would be jarring because of the personality of Movie Sonic, or would it just be just fine? I don't think it would work at all. I, it wouldn't work with the way that version of that character's written. Yeah, no. Roger, Roger feels like seasoned Sonic. His voice mm -hmm. yields itself to an older, uh, more long-standing character who's just... He's been through some shit, He's tired. Like, his, his, the, the way he says shit enforces, where he's just like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, but I got a job to do. Like, that's... Roger is great for that kind of Sonic, but Roger as a young Sonic who is just coming into his own, I don't like his voice for that. He sounds too mature for it. Literally. Yeah, and I understand why a lot of people had issue with, with Roger specifically, but it is nice that we got somebody who's writing specifically for Roger because now IDW is a companion piece to Frontiers. Um, it really does kind of help emphasize a lot of what he's going for personality-wise with these characters. And I think especially Sonic. Um, so while he works just fine as Frontier Sonic, who has been through 30 years of adventures, even if it's not timeline-wise, technically 30 years, he's been through a lot of shit. Been beating uh, him for decades. Yeah, movie Sonic's a kid. And uh, that that'd be a little bit weird, and we've heard it be weird with Pontac and Graf trying to do like a more lighthearted, cartoony Sonic with with Roger's voice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Punished. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one is from Faded Shadow Eleven. Thank you for the five dollars. I think they are going to tie Shadow to the aunt. Uh, her husband will be a gun agent so he can watch Shadow, and JoJo would be the Amy from SA2. What the fuck was any of that? Uh, for the third Sonic movie, the the aunt who has the whole, like... Who's marriage. JoJo? I don't know who JoJo is. Anyway. This comment was a bizarre adventure. <coughs> God damn it. Uh, Wayne, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, we got that Jordo with $5. Oh, man, I've missed the podcast. Uh, or I've missed this podcast. Yeah, us too. <laughs> uh, was so freaking cool to see you guys hanging out together IRL for the first time. Cheers, BBBB. Yeah, uh, we got to do better next time we do a, a big thing together. I asked too late. We didn't get a panel at the show. Still got to sit down and, and goof off, and we made a lot of friends, and we finally got to sit down, and it was a very natural experience, I think, for all four of us. Like, <laughs> it was a great magical time. We'll talk more about it when we, we have Pup around to, to chat with us, but, uh, yeah. 
It was great. All right. And my turn with Black Yakuza 94, $2. Thank you. Spoiler cast win. Uh, when we get everybody together, uh, I would assume, not to talk for everybody else, but just I would assume sometime this month. I, I should hope so, yeah. Yeah. Maybe give folks a chance to get this game for Christmas. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, sooner rather than later. Okay. Um, we sorry. have uh, Mike1911 Mike with 199. Naka got arrested. Thoughts? Yeah, Mr. Yuji Naka is not safe. Man, I forgot how much shit has happened these last two weeks, and we just could not talk about it because I've been a sick little bitch. Uh, I still am. Yeah, that's hysterical. Uh, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, especially with everyone losing their mind about like Twitter going to be shut down. It was like, oh my god, Twitter shutting down. Everyone's preparing for like uh, for a new uh, new app and this and that and the other. And then that news drops, yeah. and suddenly Elon Musk is at the further is at the back of my mind. Like, are you kidding me? I think that that was like that night I saw the Yuji Naka news and I was just like, what the fuck is happening tonight? Yeah, <laughs> the, the timeline so. it's fracturing. That was very much uh that's enough internet for the day kind of a situation. <laughs> we got a we got a we got a new Sonic game that's way better than what we've been getting for years and then Yuji Naka goes to jail. It's a sign. It's very weird. It's a wild wild time. Oh, uh, like a wild wild time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the guy personally. I think it's weird and uh, you know, see how that plays out. That's all I have for thoughts about it, though. Yeah. Who's Kane. next? Kane. Uh, yeah. Mr. SP. 1202? Yeah. Yeah. We got, uh, Mr. SP with 1202. I'm excited to see a new playable... Uh, see new playables. Why can I not read? I'm excited to see new playable characters in DLC, the DLC pipeline. <laughs> Especially Knuckles. I would love to have Knuckles maneuvering around Ares Island. It feels uh, like his kind of level. Yeah, I, that, yeah, we've been we've been definitely saying that like since we first got our hands on the game. Is like God, Knuckles would be perfect for this. I love Ares. Yeah, I would say though, like eight, uh, Island Five though. Uh, I mean, unless he's got some decent traversal on ground, like there's not gonna be a lot of space for him to glide and shit. Yeah. Guess we'll see what they they decide to do with these characters though. But yeah, I really want to see Knuckles. Uh, but yeah, Oz Jam H with $20. Thank you so much. So Sonic Team was interviewed in a live stream on the, well, I'm just going to say J-A-P-Y-T channel. Uh, Oz Jam, just going to let you know, that's probably not a shortening you want to say out loud. Um, and it brings a lot of interesting info saying how they were on time constraint. Funny thing that interested me was that it took five years to make Giganto. Is that true? Did that take that long to just get that dude made? How? I don't I don't see how that So I could see the idea of the Titan fights taking five years to like crystallize completely. But taking five years to make Giganto, does that mean five years to program the fight? Five years to make the model? Five years to, to rig him? Like what does five years to make Giganto mean? That's a... Because that was the most basic out of all the fights. Yeah. They got some cool fights in there, and again, overall, I'm more happy with Frontiers than I am not. I'm still going to be blunt, though, and I, I still have this in, in one of my outlines. 
I would like to know what has happened this past half decade because I don't understand how it took five years to make this outside of like COVID really hitting Sonic Team. I really don't like this. This is not a game that took five years to make. This looks like this was it took them like a year and a half to get done what they could get done. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I'm huge into game development. I'm just comparing other projects from other dev teams and what they can accomplish in that time. And I know like there are going to be a lot of outside factors I'm not aware of. So I'm very curious to know the behind the scenes for this game specifically. And that said, I am excited to see if they have the confidence and they've got the budget and they got the the staff, I think they could push out something even better in less time, especially around the time movie three comes out. I'm sure uh, Matt McMuscles is going to have an interesting video about this at some point. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Uh, that said, the next one we have is from ch- channel pop guy. Thank you very much for the five fake monies. Like I said to Dustin, who we love, Frontiers may not be the highest quality experience of the year, but there's a good chance that it may be the most fun. Well said. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> uh, I think right. I, I think it's going to be wrestling with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet for low quality but fun adventure. <laughs> I think Sonic's going to win just sheerly because Pokemon, uh, there's no excuse. Zero. The uh, the backlash for Pokemon was so much heavier uh, than than anything I saw for Sonic. Uh, yeah. That that yeah. was because crazy. it's the biggest franchise on the planet. There's zero excuse for the the way it is. Um, I played a little bit of it with Dustin, who he's talking about in the comment here. It's a, uh, I mean, me and Pup can tell you it's it's a fucking mess, man. It's a it's a complete. Well, I'm sure, Sirs, you've played it. I have not played it yet. Um, because I have to get, I have to wait till I can afford two copies of it. Mm, and I've been, fair. I've been debating on if I'm picking it up in physical or digital, because apparently half of the performance issues with that game go away if you're playing it from the Switch's internal memory. Oh, what the f- yep. What a mess. What a fucking disaster. Holy shit. Which, What's going like, on over there, man? I... Almost every Switch game I own, except like two or three of them, are all physical. I want to have this game in physical, but I recognize that if I want to have a fun experience... It's the same reason that I got Frontiers on PC first. If I want to have the best first experience with this game, I have to play a version that's way more inconvenient for me. Hmm. Yeah, let's... Uh, I'm going to wait till they get some updates out. Like, Son- Sonic is like... I don't know. It's a little bit more excusable because we we just you know the state of the franchise in general, and we know it it doesn't make as much money as it used to. And obviously, I'm just a little bit more uh, invested in Sonic in general. But like, like Pokemon is is huge. It has been huge, remains huge. It's well, not completely wholly owned by Nintendo. It is still a Nintendo property made for one specific platform. Like, just the warning signs have been on 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 the. I don't know. The warning signs have been there for years now, and they've been getting worse and worse and worse about putting uh, unfinished shit out there. And like this, this needs to be the breaking point. You know what? And, it had a rough transition in 3D. Fucking Pokemon. Yeah. You're damn right. You're damn right. Uh... Holy. Shit. 
I think the the last time that they just fucking nailed a game was like black and white. Probably. Yeah. I thought X and Y are better than people give it credit for. Yeah, they're just kind of dull. They're I not guess. bad. They're oh. just they're just a little hey. basic. But then again, it's Pokemon, so X and Y is like the beginning of every problem that I have in Sword and Shield. It's it's the start of all of the issues for me. It was uh it was funny because uh I was talking to, to a coworker and he was like so you know the uh, the first mod people made for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was actually taking Ed Sheeran's name out of the credits, and I said, "Why the hell would they do that? Like, what did he do?" And he, uh, um, he just said, "Oh, because uh, he's basic, I guess." And I said, "Pokemon fans aren't allowed to complain about people being basic." No, goddamn, goddamn, well done, holy cow. Oh man. Well let's let's stop shit talking Pokemon. Let's let's carry on with <laughs> no. I like Pokemon by the way. <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm okay shit talking one of my favorite franchises. I'm a Sonic fan after all. Bazinga. Alright, um who did the last one? Uh, that- I think it's I think it's on me now. Uh Mr. Krabs with four ninety nine. Uh Naka Naka Bean arrested, I'm assuming. Naka, don't worry, I got this. Cityscape music, uh, playful Thucker, run away from the cop. I think that was like the first. Uh, that was like the first <laughs> meme that started circulating. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sure do seem uh, a lot of police around when you don't need them. That's so fucking good. God damn it! That's so movies. Um, I'm gonna read these next two just because they're kind of in a collection here, and it's kind of in response to what I said to Oz Jam, uh, who put together a total of four dollars for these two. Thank you. I was asleep. Didn't realize what I typed. What's it? You know what, then, Ozjam? It's pretty impressive that you could listen to the show and give your money freely while you're fast asleep. So that's impressive. Good job. Also, Gamer Juice must be must still be drink. Oh, there you go. Everybody drink your Gamer I, Juice. I agree with this statement. I will drink my diet Gamer Juice. I drink a lot of water. Well, guys, I think that's going to be our cutoff point for the Super Chats. Um, I got to get going here. Um, I, I'm, Just to give you like kind of behind the scenes here, I had to call in today because um, I drove uh, Pup to the airport, uh, San Francisco airport, and that required me going over some mountains. Um, and they were extremely treacherous. They were extremely dangerous uh, while we were going through them. And... Uh, I spent too long yesterday just trying to get back. Um, what had happened was like we got to the we got to the San Francisco airport. Uh, we got there super super early so we could get checked in without any issue. And then I was like, okay, well I'll leave while there's still daylight, and I'll get uh, back up to Oregon. It'll take me like six hours or something like that. But then Pup calls me when I'm like an hour out from the drive, still with our buddy Dustin, by the way. Uh, and he's like, dude, uh, they're calling your name over the loudspeaker. Did you leave your wallet here or something? I was like, oh shit, I did. Uh, so I had to drive back to the airport. When I get to the airport, it began the worst fetch quest of, I've ever experienced in my life because we were sent to all kinds of different directions. We finally found where it was laid to rest because it wasn't where it was originally. And it was brought over to the police station, uh, lost and found stuff. So we spent two hours trying to find it. And then I finally drove back and it was like, like rush hour in San Francisco. So we just pulled out and just like to, to go get a burger or something until I sort it out. And then it was just like pitch black 
I was like, there's no way I'm, I'm driving home now because it's going to be icy and I'm going to get flown off the side of a mountain just to try and talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's just call in. And that's where we are now. That was my story. <laughs> and everybody clapped. Please clap. <laughs> Before we go, though, um, we, we shout out, like, we usually shout out everybody's stuff. I do want to quickly point out, like, Channel Pup did put together a pretty big video. Again, I've, I've not seen his video on it yet because I don't want to, unfortunately, don't want to copy anybody's thoughts. But, like, he has put out a pretty big Sonic Frontiers review. So you guys should go check that out. And, uh, yeah, here it is. There you go. But what about you guys? Uh, you've uh, recently put out something, Wayne. I also did a uh, spoiler-free uh, review of uh, Sonic Frontiers recently. It just went up uh, the other day. In fact, um, I had it up for Patreon supporters, and it was scheduled to go live like a, in another day, and then that's when the DLC news dropped, and I literally had a line in my video where I was just like, oh man, I would really like new DLC. I wonder if they could do like more characters and, sh and shit, so I had to go home, delete that video uh, after work that night, and then like quickly add in like a little audio bit of me addressing that. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I also I also really like how the thumbnail turned out for that one, but that, that's whatever. It's fine. Yeah, so go go check out Wayne's uh, Sonic Frontiers video. Go check out Pups and go check out the fucking Batman video too. Sirs, what about you, man? Uh, so I am in the middle of getting stuff together for second uh, What If Shadow Died video. Uh, the response to the first one was astronomical compared to what I'm used to on that channel. So I was I was happy with that. Uh, I liked a lot of the ideas people threw into the comment section for you know what's going to happen going forward. Um, but yeah, I've got the scripting for that's done. Uh, about 80% of the artwork for it is done. That's being handled by Smacko once again. Um, and then, yeah, I am, I am excited for it because with Sonic Heroes, the only real thing I had to change was the, the final boss confrontation. That's the only thing that really was different to me. Um, whereas with Shadow the Hedgehog, I actually got to have a, a lot more involved narrative to mess with uh so i had a i had a lot of fun with that and i hope people who who watch the video when it's when it's done will have a lot of because shadow's a messy game and you can do a lot of things with it that you really shouldn't be able to but it's a mess and it's it's fun there you go um <coughs> god damn it uh if you can't tell it's been hard for me to record stuff long term so Frontiers video will happen when it happens. Um, I can't I can't record long term without being an issue. And I think this this uh, episode has been telling like uh, there's a definite limit on how long I can talk. Um, so right now I've got some shorter videos, uh, some short Sonic speed readings that just went up. I uh, got one more that's finished. That's already up for patrons. Um, we're just finalizing one for um, a sponsor for the upcoming Sonic and Knuckles Archie rendition. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna give you guys a forewarning now. I apologize if you don't like sponsors, because uh, I got hospital bills that are finally starting to roll in. So yeah, I'm taking on more sponsors. And that's just how it is. That's uh, got got to live my life, and I don't want to be <laughs> choking on debt. So that means more videos for you. 
How fucking dare you treat your job like a job? Yeah. Don't you ever get money. About it. Like, oh my god, you got another sponsor? Like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. That's that's keeping the lights on. It's getting getting more free content for you. You can deal with it. I'm just being the defensive baby. But yeah, guys, that's that's all I can I can do. I'll let you one of you boys take us out of here. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be uh, all here together again. Hopefully next week uh, we should have the the full crew. Uh, I would I would hope. I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh God. Oh God. You know who else is dead? The Skeleton. Where the fuck Skeleton. is he? Yeah. He's 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 gone. He's he's gone. He's not. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Maybe yeah, we're, that's we're basically that's safe. Where... That's where Pup is. Pup is uh Pup is getting Skeleton back. Yeah, that The real uh, show is the skeleton we made along the way. Guys. Yeah. I don't think we're as safe as we thought we were. What? <laughs> I... did, did you bring the skeleton? You bad bitch. <laughs> you mad bitch. <laughs> Emma, I can't speak no more, you dumb. Oh, I hate you all. Ha, <laughs> ha,